I started doing this about two years ago, I thought that I would just adopt one method from somebody else in the personal development space and it would work perfectly for me. And I was a little discouraged when it didn't. And I started to learn that really I've got to come up with a process and a method that works for me. I can take pieces of something that works from one person and piece that works for another person and I can build my own custom method that works for me. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. Welcome back to another episode of School of Success. Today, I wanted to talk about my weekly and daily planning and review that I do. It's something that I've been working on for a couple of years now. I've tried a number of different methods and have been continuously tweaking it, and I've landed on something that's been working quite well for me, so I wanted to share it with all of you. So really what this looks like is at the end of a week, I will go through a reflection of what went well, what could be improved. I'll take a look at any of the KPIs that I've established for my business and for my habits habits that I'm tracking, where I am relative to my goals, and then if I slipped on any of those, figuring out what caused that, and then thinking of one to three improvements that I could implement for the next week so that I can improve on the things that I slipped on. And really what this allows you to do is to not go more than one week without hitting your goals, hitting your KPIs, falling off track because you're reflecting on this every single week. And so that's what I really like about this process. So more practically, what does that look like? When I'm thinking about what went well, it could be that I stuck to my diet this week. It could be that I made the number of phone calls to brokers that I was supposed to. It could be that I talked with a certain number of investors that week, but Maybe something that didn't go well is, so for my diet, now I'm making whole foods, cooking all my meals from scratch, takes a lot of time. And with that, that extra time might bleed into the time block that I had for work. So although I stuck to my diet and that was a win for the week, it might've taken more time than I had planned for. And that's an improvement that I can make. I can either adjust the time blocks that I have or the time that I'm allotting for making my food, or I can identify ways that I could maybe batch for food in the beginning of the week. So I spend less time throughout the week. This just allows me to identify any issues that I'm running into really quickly and then make changes or iterations so that I can improve for the following week. Then also in regards to KPIs for the business and for the habits, again, a KPIs key performance indicator, you want to identify a handful of things that are the needle movers in your business. So for me with finding self-storage deals, this is reaching out to a certain number of brokers a week, reaching out to a certain number of owners per week, analyzing a certain number of deals per week, and then making a certain number of offers. I can't buy a property if I'm not making connections and finding leads. I can't buy a property if I'm not analyzing those leads and I need to be making offers. All of those have to happen for me to be able to buy a facility. So those are the things I track from the business side. And then on the habit side, if there's certain habits that I'm looking for, if it's doing my morning routine or eating healthy or tracking my weight, tracking my water intake, whatever habits that I am working to develop, I want to track those as well because I want to make sure that I'm actually doing them. And so I can review those 
metrics at the end of the week and see where I stand objectively. I'm actually tracking this and I'm seeing where I am at the end of the week. I'm not just thinking maybe I had a better week than I truly did because I'm actually tracking this. So once you've done that reflection, you've seen what went well, what didn't go well, what improvements you want to make, then you can start working on your weekly planning. I actually have a list on my computer of the core activities that I'm focused on, which is storage, business, health and fitness, charity, friends and family, and hobbies, passions, things like that. So I will list out everything that I could be doing that week for each of those categories, talking to owners, talking to brokers. Within my business, it could be I need to get my taxes filed or I need to get bookkeeping established. Within health and fitness, it might be just doing my training runs. It could be whatever improvements to my diet that I wanted to make. With friends and family, it could just be reaching out to friends to say, hi, I was thinking about you. Or it could be, hey, we haven't seen each other in a while. Let's plan a hangout. So I basically am figuring out the core things of my life that I want to be top of mind and I want to focus on. And then I'm going through each of those and thinking about what I could be doing that week for that. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's called the impact priority matrix. Each of those quadrants has an importance and an urgency score. So top left would be high importance, high urgency. Top right would be high importance, low urgency. Bottom left would be low importance, high urgency. And then the bottom right would be low importance, low urgency. And so what you're doing is you're going to take this list of all the things that you could be doing this week, and you're going to categorize them into these four different buckets. And that'll help you see what things you need to be time blocking or putting into your calendar right now. These are the needle movers for each of these core activities within your life that you've already decided you want to focus on. And then you can also see the low importance, low urgency items that you should either be putting towards the end of the week or that maybe you could be delegating, finding a VA or someone to help you with because there are other activities that your time is best suited for. So once you've broken these out into these different categories, you can then block these within your week. So I'd be looking at the high importance, high urgency items and getting those scheduled throughout the week. This is really important. So I actually do this within Google Calendar. I will estimate how much time it's going to take me to complete each of those things. And I'll put an appropriate block within the week and I'll scatter that out throughout the week. But I'm also including things like cooking and eating and exercise and all the other things that I plan to do for the week. And it allows me to get a pretty realistic picture of how much time I actually have available relative to the amount of work that I'm trying to do. It helps you see, again, how many things you're trying to do in a given day. Take out the eight hours that you generally will sleep. You've got about 16 hours throughout the day. And of course, you don't want to be working for all 16 hours. But as you put these time blocks in, you might see, man, I'm trying to do 12 hours worth of work today. Is that sustainable? Is this actually what I want to be doing? Or do I have a deadline for some reason and I need to do this? But it just allows you to start seeing clearly how much time and how much work you actually have on your plate for that week. And then I'll also sprinkle in any of the other appointments and meetings that I might have. Again, just allows you to see what time of the day you actually have available to work and how much time throughout the day you have available to work. And then what I'll do at the end of every day is again, a little bit of a reflection process. What tasks did I get done today? I'll record the habits that I completed, basically recording the metrics for those KPIs that we talked about that we review weekly. I'll update any of my trackers, but then also I'll look to the next day and see what's on my plate and I'll make any updates there that are new from today. So again, I might do my weekly planning on a Saturday or Sunday, but come Tuesday, something might have changed. There might be a more important or urgent thing that has come up and I will update that daily. So I think the message here is to plan 
weekly, but adjust daily. And that I've found works really well by reviewing at the end of the day. I know what I'm going to be working on tomorrow, so I'm not figuring it out in the morning. It also allows me to go to bed with a clearer mind because I'm not having to think about what I am going to do the next day. I already know that because I've planned it out at the beginning of the week. And then I've looked at that at the end of every single day and said, is this still correct? Do I need to update this? Maybe I had a time block in here to analyze three new deals, but maybe I've already come across a deal that's worth making an offer on. So now it makes sense for me to focus on the deal offer rather than looking at three new deals. So I'll move the time block for those three new deals to later in the week. As more important items or more urgent items pop up, you can adjust for those daily. So that's my process for weekly and daily planning. Again, this is something that I've been working on for a couple of years. I'm sure this will continue to change over time. You know, when I started doing this about two years ago, I thought that I would just adopt one method from somebody else in the personal development space and it would work perfectly for me. And I was a little discouraged when it didn't. And I started to learn that really I've got to come up with a process and a method that works for me. I can take pieces of something that works from one person and piece that works for another person. And I can build my own custom method that works for me. I don't have to just do exactly what somebody else does. And I think that was an important thing I learned because I would get discouraged when it wouldn't work for me. And I thought, oh, maybe I'm not cut out for personal development or growth, because if this works for this person who's very successful, why is it not working for me? And over time, I just realized that the key is to find the process that works for you and it's going to be different for everybody. Hey, I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.